Welcome to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Before we get into that, Atlanta 3 stuff. Uh, Race Tech, please check those guys out. they got one-piece valve now for Yamaha YZ250s and KX250s. Uh, really, really doing well with that stuff. Chris Blos, of course, using Race Tech. Uh, hopefully he's okay. We think he is. So thanks to the folks at uh, Race Tech for helping out Blos. Uh, Racetech.com, Pulp21 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, Nuclear Blast Yamaha, guys Wageman and Hardy Munoz running Race Tech as well. Uh, Race Tech can do it all, man, from motors to suspension. They can dial you and they get your bike working well, and they can do really, really good work. They've been in business forever, so you know their name and you know how good they are. At Racetech.com, call there, mention Pulp MX, get a discount on your service or on your modifications or modifications and service. Racetech.com, please check those guys out. All right, on to the show. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast with Weege and JT, breaking down a lot of three. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing, of course, for making this thing happen, flyracing.com. Justin Brayton, running Fly Racing, watching the races, being on Race Day Live. Zach Osborne, coming back for the Nationals, also wearing Fly Racing. Joey Savacci, Fly Racing. Uh, Styles Robertson, Fly Racing. Julie Swole, Fly Racing. Blah, 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 blah. You know all the riders. You know the good stuff. F- Formula Helmet. It's fantastic. It's quiet. It's lightweight. It's super safe with the Rion technology. Please check out Fly Racing's 2021 line, and uh, it is better than ever before, all new light pant, of course. The Zone Pro goggle is something that they're working on and they're very proud of this year. So please check that out as well if you're in the line, uh, if you're in the market for some goggles. Thanks to the folks at Renthal. They're undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession, detail, and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today with history full of innovations in engineering and legendary component reliability. Renthal is universally regarded as the world's most trusted brand in the pro paddock. And first choice to the world's premier athletes and race teams, you know Renthal. I'm sure you've used their stuff over the years, whether it's the chains, the sprockets, the grips, the bars. Renthal.com for more information. Uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Honda, Kate, Red Bull KTM, just a few of the team, teams using uh, Renthal, of course. Uh, great company. Just a legend in the uh, uh, motocross and off-road community. Max's Tires, Rod Bell, Smith, A-Ray, using the Max's Tires, light truck tires, mountain bike tires, SUV tires, UTV tires, they got you dialed. Uh, Maxis.com for more information on that. Thanks to those guys for making it happen. Really, really doing a good thing over there. Uh, those guys are, and uh, super appreciate it. Also, thanks to the folks at Motorsport, motorsport.com. 
please check them out if you can. Uh, really great company, great prices, uh, good shipping, over 79 bucks. I think it's free. OEM parts, aftermarket parts, motorsport.com will have you covered. Uh, please, if you're in the market for something and you don't email or you don't use the guys from uh, motorsport, then maybe you should try them. Just try them. And uh, go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com and uh, deal with them, man. You'll be impressed. You'll be impressed with the shipping. You'll be impressed with the prices, the stock that they have, everything else. Motorsport.com, Ryan uh, Villapoto, myself, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, all believers in the guys down at Motorsport. And, of course, Cobo Lynx. It's been almost 25 years since Cobo Lynx lowered the first motorcycle. Based in Boise, Idaho, they made the Suzuki DR350 seat height a little shorter for trail riders around the world. Today, they got a lowering suspension link for everything from Aprilia to Yamaha, used by trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tours. Like the first link, each one is still seen seat in Idaho for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. Get better plushness, improve your cornering, gain confidence by having a lower center of gravity. Visit Cobalinks.com, get 15% off any link, and free U.S. shipping by using the code PULPAMEX, Cobalinks.com, K-O-U-B-A-Links.com, built in Boise, ridden and raced everywhere. Also available at Motorsport. So... Thanks to those guys for coming on board. You want to help your bike work a little better for you. If you're a shorter guy, look into Cobalink, and uh, they'll they'll dial you in. So thanks to those guys, Renthal, Maxis, Motorsport.com, all on board with us, as are you people, to talk about Atlanta 3. Let's do this, shall we? And now to discuss Atlanta 3 and all that went on. Uh, what a race. What a night it was for racing. Uh, myself, uh, I will be happily joined my right, two comrades here. First up, he is the voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. He was at all three Atlantas. He hung out with Justin Brayton maybe more than he ever had in his whole life. It's Jason Wygant. Yeah. It was it was epic. It was an epic uh, seven days. A lot of stuff. A lot of Brayton. Uh, a I lot really of Brayton. Good time. Lo- I mean, a lot of Brayton is, is probably 90% of the good times. Yep. But I don't know. I really enjoyed uh, – the vibe? Can I use that word of these three? You can. Elements? You can. Oh, okay. I thought the vibe was bad because it's an outdoor speedway. I feel like the vibe has been improved. I- I'm so uh, confused. Well, I'm so confused. Well, we're, we're talking about two different things. They're talking about the vibe of Justin Brayton versus the vibe of this venue. Oh, oh okay. Two <laughs> different okay. things here. That's All right. That's that's, that's Jason Thomas. 2021 Kinetic Mesh available now. Please go get it. Uh, if it's getting it's getting warm out, it's uh, it was ninety here today in Vegas, and so yeah, just go and get that, and uh, and it'll be best vented, best fitting stuff you'll ever wear in your life. JT, wow, agreed. It's really good. No, it is. It is. It's uh, it's really popular for good reason. If you've never worn fully ventilated gear, uh, the first time you wear it, it's going to blow your mind how much air actually yeah. flows through it. Um, I, I remember. I literally remember my first time trying it and this is i don't know 15 years ago and it was like i, I seriously was blown away so uh i know that's very sales mini of me but that's that's yeah. the truth well, it's, well. it's impressive all right um, i will second it i will second it first time i ever wore that gear like it was like this is my reaction whoa what is this feeling yeah yeah it's literally feels it's, it's the pants right it's it's yeah. like the front of the pants how much airflow you're getting through your thighs and your crotchal region mm. crotchal Crotchel, yeah, pretty. It is pretty shocking, though. Um, all right, so thanks, uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board, and of course Maxis and Renthal as well. Uh, Arma and Onyx Maps on board with us too. Um, yeah, Weege, it was uh, a big, big week for you. Um, you went to California in between rounds two and three to call some trials action. You're back. You're, you're riding, to, driving uh, five hours with Brayton. Pulp show. 
Pulp Show right smack dab in the middle. Pulp Show, yeah, yeah. It was uh, a very busy week. I I mean, I was mountain biking. I went two a day, one day. Yeah, just, you know. Yeah, you got to hang out with the Roostamex folks, the Denny's. Got to hang out with our buddy, Fastest Man in Piedmont. Uh, I hung out at Max's Head HQ on the way down to Atlanta. It's almost impossible to keep up with all the people we hung out with. I had dinner with John from Yamaha and uh, Chris from Max's and Mike from Yamaha one night as well after after riding. Also had dinner with them. Yep. At some Cajun place, I uh, ordered the uh, jambalaya, and it was uh, very spicy. Oh. But anyways, uh, yeah. That's a bold choice, jambalaya. Jambalaya. Well, you're, well, at, a Cajun pl- you're, at, you're at a Cajun place. No, you- I'm, I'm yeah. good with it. No, yeah. I, I'm not complaining. I'm just just, just a comment. That's that's oh. bold. I don't know that I go jambalaya there, but I, I like it. I am very much when in Rome person. Yeah, I, I am yeah. too, except except when I get Starbucks in Europe. Other than yeah, that. that's that's yeah. different. You don't want to. You can't screw with your staples, right? right? Like, right. coffee is not something you can right. screw around with. But uh, super busy week, JT. You were there visiting some dealers. You drove out to uh, I forget where you drove out to. So I went to Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. and yeah, very very busy week. Can we? Uh, well, we we bailed on us, but can we like admit these residencies are long, man? Like it's they take a toll. Just I don't care if you have a great week, bad week. Like I, we all had a pretty good week, I think. Um, you know, Weege, Weege was all over the place, but Weege is a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Getting home today. I was like, good God, I'm, I'm so happy to be in my house. Like it just, it's a long time, especially this is the what third or fourth one we've done. Yeah. Uh, they, they take its toll. Weege. <laughs> yeah. The normal ones. I mean, that's why I bailed. Uh, it does Houston alone. I mean, it was eight or nine days, but it felt like 19. That and, is not uh, why you bailed. You bailed to go make money. No, 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 I bailed on not going to the rest of the residencies. Like, I didn't go to Arlington, and I didn't do the three in uh, Indianapolis. Um, No, this one was much more hospitable because there was so much going on in between. But, yeah, and I think what most people don't realize, I know, cry us a river to go to Supercross races. But when you have three races in one week, uh, you're pretty much just a work factory. I mean, it's pretty much a sun up to sundown producing work. Uh, There isn't a lot of hangout time. As much as it seems like it would be awesome to have, like, ten days with your buddies at an Airbnb, it doesn't quite work that way with the amount yeah, of work I was, to get done. I was in dealers and then I was literally like typing at lunch with my computer, mm-hmm. you know, inside restaurants, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're trying to create all this content and, and that's our job, right? Race Rex online and, and Steve stuff and podcasts and all these things. But it's no joke. Like for me and, and we all have full-time jobs on top of this stuff. It's, it's aggressive. There's wow. a lot happening um, as great as they are, man. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I I had to work at night because I chose to go mountain biking, and I was yeah. not happy with that. Yeah, no, I was the same. I mean, I have to go see dealers and, and sell things during the day, but it's the same thing for me. Like I'm typing in bed, you know. Like well, that's just what it is. It'll be interesting. I mean, I, we we got into a debate about this. Not no surprise. Uh, I think we'll see some Tuesday races next year. More than 17 rounds. I think they'll squeeze in some of these Tuesday things. Uh, maybe at a at a speedway venue. I mean, Weege, you talked to the folks at Feld. They said that dirt was free. Uh, from the speedway, there's a massive cost they don't have. Uh, that speedway is empty, anyways. Uh, why not do a Saturday, Tuesday in 2021, and you just slowly add a couple of rounds, 19 rounds now, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I don't know if I would bet on it. I don't know if I would bet on it, but I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like the more than 17 round ship has sailed. I have not heard any talk about that in a long time. Uh, I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Maybe weekday races. I'm a little less than 50% on weekday races because yep. I think when we get back to not limited crowds, the crowds have been terrible. And uh, Saturday was pretty good. 
No, Saturday, the weekday ones. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, even the first yeah. Saturday was rough. Yeah, I, with I the think rain. weather yep. didn't help that one for walk-up yep. sales. But if if I and I don't know, this is pie in the sky stuff. But if you could find a way to get the amount of people that were there on the second Saturday at all of them, then well, I think I think Speedways are here to stay on that. Uh, if that happens, we just saying for the the Tuesday race. He's saying yeah, to, yeah right, right, I, right. Yeah. and Tuesdays. I don't know what the financials are. None of us do, but there were not many people there. Yeah, and they were all like that. I mean, Houston too, Indy too. They were all like that. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think there's a future there a little bit. We'll see. Uh, see what happens. Um, was the vibe any better, JT? It, it it was. You know what? It's not it's not anybody's fault. Uh, daylight savings is partly to blame in all this, and it, it's more that. You know, the, the sun setting and the shadows and like, I, I just don't, I'm not a fan of all that. I want darkness and I want pyro Jesus, here we and go. I want, I want yeah. lasers. I want it all right. I want some techno. I want all that stuff in there uh, to create the atmosphere that I am particularly fond of. Well, uh, this race had some good racing. This was the vibe was great in my opinion, because it was great racing. I cannot believe Weege, that you just called it with the whoops and Cooper Webb. All right, nailed it. Yeah, called it. Uh, hold on, we we this is going to be a this nailed has it. to be a thing because we you you have to be transparent here about the amount of flip flopping <laughs> that went on throughout the day for you. Look, I'll just sum it up like this: the very no first... no no I don't want you to sum it up. I want. Oh, I just I sum it up. Of... Let me just sum it up. Can no. I just sum it up? No, you can't. The very first lap of practice, I called the Cooper Webb had the whoops dialed, and he the did. very last lap of the race, he had the whoops dialed. I don't think there's any more to talk about. Oh my god! Called it. Oh, it's just and it's Kenny and Kenny was jumping. Brutal. Kenny was jumping. At the, Kenny was jumping, and we, and Webb was. But blitzing. there's so much more to all of. Is that. there footage? Does Dub Dub and the Verb Crew, the Moto Spy, oh do they my have? God. You are, did they record you... the afternoon? Please tell me they didn't. <sighs> Did they record the afternoon show that we did the, at Fly Racing the, or no? Yeah, I agony, think they did. I think they did. The agony oh. of oh, me listening to you guys right now is, impal- is, is incalculable. Let me tell this whole story because it is pretty entertaining. So we all know that Webb had not been great at the first. He had been good, not great at the first two Atlantas. And the whoops have generally been a liability. Yes, we can reference specifically San Diego's whoops last year were gnarly and he was fast. But for the most part, he's been at best average in whoops, but never really it's like great. His, his, right? It's like his only thing you can look at and say as a vulnerability, right? Yeah. I, everything yeah. else he's dialed, so it's it. That's the only thing, right? Yeah. And if you if you are Kenny or if you're Tomac, you're anybody, and there's really tough whoops, wh- that's all you have. Like what if you're not going to latch onto that? What else are you hoping for when it comes to Cooper Webb right now? So we had heard that uh, they ducked back to Baker's factory. Um, on Thursday, I think Will Christian reported it for NBCSN to do more testing. And I think Cooper's like, I cannot have a third race like this. I've got to get this dialed. So he made a point to the first non-rolling lap they had on Saturday. Like, I'm going to hammer these things and let's see what I got. And the first two laps that he blitzed whoops, he killed them. It was very impressive. Uh, and then, JT, I don't think you watched that. You watched his third lap, and we're talking practice here. I watched yes. the first lap. I watched oh. all of them. I saw I saw him go right out and get him. Um, yeah, but the third lap, then it started to fall apart. Well, the, the whoops break down, right? Like they're going right. to get progressively worse yeah. throughout practice. And 
it was really more the size of them and the difficulty level that I thought if you're looking for a weakness or a way in on web, that's it. Like that's the only way. So yeah, continue on. Yeah. So, uh, he's getting worse in the whoops with each practice and he's getting further and further back on times. And I know everyone at home is saying, but we've seen this before we have, but now we're used to like a window, right. Of like, Oh, if Coop is like fourth and he was within like a second, that's manageable. But this, I think, was 2.2 seconds. Yep. And it visually was looking bad. And in the heat race, Anderson just ate him up. Uh, in the other whoops also, by the way, there's two whoop sections. Uh, the other one more of a focal point because it were even nastier. Uh, so I think he, I was fighting hard, JT, to hold on to. But I saw those first two laps. I was trying. But after all the practices and all the data we had, I think every one of us, we did the Fly Racing Radio. Me, you, Mathis, the great Damon Bradshaw, the great Justin Brayton. No one said, don't worry, Coop's going to figure it out. I like, think it Damon was, did. He, I think Damon did. Did he? he, he oh, he was just berating me in, watch, during the main event. Just, no, really? Just let me have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Damon Bradshaw is even more of a legend than we already knew. I'm a big fan of Bradshaw. Just hearing you, have that. To, you have to also understand that Damon doesn't watch the races as much as we do. Right. So the fact that Cooper struggles in the whoops all the time is not at the forefront of his mind like it is ours. And he probably doesn't get to watch practice at all, does he? No, 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 definitely not. Right. So that's what I'm getting at. We, JT and I, we were squaring off. I was, don't worry, Coop's got this figured out. You were, he's got major problems. But yes, after all the practices, I was starting to fade from my stance because it looked really bad. And I know sometimes Webb looks bad in practice and recovers, but this started to look like, like a bridge too far. He, how is he going to find two seconds? And the bastard did it again. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then you know, uh, we all saw the race. Kenny crashes. Gets up, though. He's still got a nice lead, but Coop starts slowly getting into it. Kenny starts jumping the whoops. Coop's blitzing un- un- them. Unbelievable. And, and, he crashed. And, 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 and yeah. There it is. There's the race. And I cannot believe it's just mind-blowing what we saw. I'm okay. Just, uh, okay. I have a lot of things to say here and ask questions as well for you guys. Okay. Good. First question. Did – do you credit Kenny – do you credit Kenny crashing and – do you – okay. Did Kenny lose the race or do you credit Cooper with winning the race? Uh, that's a great question. It I'm is. going yeah. to, I am going to say that Coop won it because those whoops were nasty, as we're saying, and not being able to do them and not crash mm-hmm. is an accomplishment in and of itself to say, ah, oh, if Roxon wouldn't have crashed, he would have won. He would have, but that's what made those whoops so treacherous. It was yeah. easy to crash. And Kenny got up with four seconds on Kenny. Well, he, uh, he, you know, okay. I mean, I agree with both of you. This is where I come down. He was going to win the race easily. And oh, yeah. Our friend, our friend Moser, I was arguing with him because he was probably inebriated as he's just peppering me with web things. And, and the race was virtually over, right? If, if Roxon doesn't crash, the race is over. I think even if you asked Webb in his heart of hearts, which he's, he's not going to admit that because there's a gamesmanship there. But in his heart of heart, he knew that Roxon was gone, right? It's 11 seconds. You really can't see him anymore. I think he's just managing those two guys behind him at that point. And then Roxon crashes, and then everything changed. The, the entire atmosphere of the stadium changed. Webb's intensity changed. 
Webb went like from a, like a 139 to a 137. So if you're going to tell me that it, it did, you know, like Webb was just like, oh, yeah, he just biding his time. That's crap. Like he dropped two seconds a well, lap. No, nobody's going to say that. No one rightfully I think, would say that. I think there will. I think there would be someone that would say that. Kenny I, like, Moser, Moser's just hammering me last night, saying that it had nothing to do with Roxon. He he was saying he does. He thinks Webb was going to catch well, him. Why anyway. are you listening to some guy we don't even know who's drunk? Uh, because <laughs> why, is, is, why are you taking that opinion? Is this well, is what Twitter is, Steve? Um, this is this is somebody you the, don't the, know the, that's the, drunk. There's no that's what Twitter is. There's no way. That, that happened, but we just point is exactly on the toughest obstacle on the track that took a lot of guys out and caused a lot of guys trouble. He went down in him. He couldn't do yeah, 20 minutes plus a lap in him. So, okay, to further that, I was amazed and I give infinite amounts of credit to Webb for when he saw the opportunity, he went full send in the whoops. Championship be damned, everything out the window. He absolutely went for it in the whoops. And you could see him. He yarded the guys behind him. It wasn't like he just maintained his pace and they caught Roxton. He went for it. He left Plessinger and Tomac and absolutely gapped them and dropped back down into 137s and went after Roxton. So I, I give him all the credit in the world for being able to do that. But for the life of me, other than just he got intimidated and fear took over, I cannot understand how Roxon went to jumping the whoops. I, I cannot believe it. I don't think I've ever seen in my life Roxon go to full jumping the whoops the rest of a race, ever. Like, I don't think I've ever seen it, where he's just like, yep, I'm not even going to try to blitz. Maybe no, 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 no. He two. has. No, he has. He, the whoops it's get hammered. very rare, man. He's it just extremely he's jump, rare. He's jumping in with the rest of the guys when, they, when everybody else is. If, but, but the other guys weren't jumping, like – Last night. No, I'm like, saying in the past. No, 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 no. I'm saying in the past. Yeah, he, he's, I know. He's jumped but I'm just saying when everyone that is else. extremely rare, right? He is one of the he's one of the holdouts. He's one of the guys that when everybody wants to jump, he continues to blitz. Tomac is very much in that camp as well, and he was he was the one that bailed first. I mean, Tomac's still blitzing. Cooper's blitzing maybe yeah. better than anybody. Tomac, Plessinger, Anderson, all the guys are still blitzing, and Roxon. Like, not even, like, I'm going to blitz some and then drop in and, and jump. He went three in to start. I don't oh, yeah. know that I've ever seen that. Like, it, it really was surprising to me. It was shocking, again, just knowing how much of a liability the whoops are for Webb. And they still are. Yes, I know San Diego last year he was fast. But that the end of the race, watching uh, Plessinger, Tomac, and Roxon hopping, jumping the whoops, and Cooper blitzing. I could not believe it was so symbolic. I'm like, I can't believe this. He's blitzing. They're jumping. This is the opposite of the way everything we've seen and heard should be. And this dude is doing this to these guys. Like Eli Tomac, same thing. Like he doesn't like to jump. Uh, he says he can't Plessinger's, jump. He says he can't jump. He said he can't <laughs> jump. He, he pretty much refuses. Right. Plessinger is seven feet tall. And they are like, I can't do it anymore. I've got to jump these things. And the way those worked, the way those were built, they were explaining it on TV. JT, I'm sure you know the difference between you know, loader whoops and mm -hmm. dozer whoops. They were not good for jumping. They no. were not. Too sharp. No. You, need, you need rolled in like transitions. You need wide gaps. And then you need them to be rolled in where you can jump out instead of up. And they were everything but any of that. Yeah. So just seeing him blitz and seeing those three guys jump, I don't know if it was the last lap or maybe it was two laps to go, but I just, I'm just like, I cannot believe. And, and he I'm wasn't saying. just was blitzing them. He was, two. An, he, he was yeah. annihilating them, like <laughs> full 
blitz, no problems, not sketchy, just crushing them. It, it was as much as I was disappointed in what I was seeing from Kenny, like choosing to go that route, because I think, I think he threw in the white towel. I just, that's how I really feel. Uh, I was just as impressed by Webb to be able to step up in that moment. Was it right? I know we're skipping yeah. pretty far ahead, but uh, can we? <laughs> sorry, can we also get into the pass that Webb made? Like, I, I, Roxon went so inexplicably wide in that corner. He said he was race. trying to Just square like, him up, right? That's what he said after. Yeah, the race. he was. He but, definitely but, was. But uh, he was he was anticipating Webb's inside move. He knew he didn't have a way to block it. And if you were watching the whoops after that, Cooper was going far left and Kenny was going far right, and Kenny knew that. So Kenny's plan was, I'm going to let him go inside, push deep to block past me. I'll square back down the right side and pass him back, right? But that's the thing, is Webb's too smart. Like, Webb, Webb was a, a move ahead of that, right? It's, it's that age-old cliche where Webb's playing chess. He knew that's what Roxham was doing. So guess what? I'll just pivot down and take your line, and then what are you going to do? You're going to do nothing. It, it's, it's truly unbelievable how well Webb manages these late-race situations. You definitely, I saw it as you know. Ken trying to, you know, ride defensive. Like, he was on the defense. It's like, I know he is going to pass me here, so I'm going to have to try to figure out a way to square back under him because I'm not just going to hold him off down this. Well, uh, he, he felt him. You know, you, yeah. you can feel and hear guys up the inside, yeah. and you know, like, okay, he's already pivoting. And that, that corner, as we know, these corners are so huge, right? So there's so much room. So – once you once you have determined that you're not going to be able to block the inside, then you have to ride defensively and make a counter move. Unfortunately, we're we're he's up against one of the best anticipatory riders I've ever seen in my life, and that move was just instantly checkmated. It, it was unreal. Wow, it was uh, it was something else for sure. Uh, how about Kenny's pass to take the lead on AP? Jesus, that was awesome. Um, yeah. It was an amazing race for 17 minutes. And then it turned, it flipped, and it once again f- did not flip Kenny's way. So I have a, I have a question. If you're Roxanne, how do how do you move past this? You know, I was talking. I, I more posed the question to uh, Weege's, you know, idol here, Brayton, <laughs> and he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. Like I don't I don't know that there's a way to like it. If you can't win that race and close that one how do you ever have confidence that you're going to moving forward? Right. And I'm posing a hypothetical. Well, I, think I know there's not an answer. There, there's no answer. Like you said, and, and, yeah. it, and this thing is over, but um, if you're rocks and you say, well, I crashed. I crashed. Exactly. And, and that's you know, fair. And, and that, that's, that's, God, a, that's, a, that's a racer's mentality. That's what, right. That's but what how, how, how do you ever get a better situation than you had? Like that, that is the situation that riders dream of 11 seconds out front with like seven minutes ago. You're riding the best race of your life. The guys behind you, in my opinion, I believe they had already kind of conceded. Whether, you know, subconsciously there's always a moment where your focus as the, the chaser, which Plessinger, uh, Webb, and Tomac all were, your focus changes from I got to go get Roxon to now I've got to beat the guys around me. There's always that moment. And I believe that moment had already passed. I, I don't even think that Roxon was really the goal anymore because Roxon was gone. Like he's not in front of them to the point where they can see him right in front of him. He's on a different section of the racetrack now. I Man, it's a, it was just a really critical psychological moment, I, I think, moving forward. 
I do think the crash is the easy out. Uh, Orlando two, they totally same thing. Had Webb on the rocks uh, with the, or on the ropes with the heat race. And, on the rocks uh, sounds like a great time. Uh, he, yeah, <laughs> other people were on the rocks. Um, they had him same thing. Heat race. They had him covered. Kenny was ahead in the main. I feel that one was worse because Webb did just beat him straight up. I feel like here, if you're Kenny, you're like, hey, if I don't crash. He doesn't catch me. He can't always catch me. I can get a lead big enough where he can't catch me. I just happen to make a mistake. Now, we can argue, like I said, hey, that's part of the game. But if you're Kenny, that's an easy out to me. To yeah, I, I hope so. I really hope yeah. so. Because the way he was riding in the first half of the race is like the stuff of legends. He was almost unbeatable in the first half of the race. I, I didn't see anybody out there that could really, you know, once, and there was a moment in there. I, I, I need to go back and look at the lap times. I don't know if you guys were paying attention, but he went into this zone where he just gapped them, all of them. Like, it was, like, kind of staying the same. They were almost marking each other. And then it was, like, Roxon was, like, okay, now I'm going to drop the hammer and now I'm going to end this. And he pulled three, four, five seconds in a couple laps. And I was, like, I was watching him hitting the whoops. Like, he was hitting every mark perfectly. That's where roxon's capability lies i don't know what the difference is i don't know why he can or can't ride that in that form all the time but it was it was like the best form of roxon and it's just unfortunate he wasn't rewarded for right. it 10 10 points sounds a lot better than 16 with two to go that's for sure oh, i I, yeah. I believe it's over yeah. I, I yeah i'm i won't waffle um i i think the series is done can i throw one more roxon theory at you yeah. later, uh, jt look he has historically had He's, he's always amazing in the early laps of the race, and he's not as good in the latter laps. He, he, that's, and also, early in a season, compared to the end of the season, it's just, I believe, the way he's built. Yep. He's a sprinter. He's not a marathoner. Agreed. I mean, you've talked about, you were the opposite. Dunge is the opposite. Some guys are fast twitch. Some guys are slow twitch. So I know it's easy for everyone to say, oh, Webb's in his head, or he's not mentally tough enough. I wonder if he just wears down. Like, he just, I'm not saying he's not in shape. Just some people have strengths and weaknesses. He's always going to be better than everybody else in the first five minutes. And as a consequence, he's always going to be worse in the last five. I, not any one of these things is true, but I am starting to believe that that's a factor. I think it is a factor. Yeah. I, I do think he is better. And, and just like you said, he's better early than he is late. Yep. But Tell some, of the, some of the these things. Opposite. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of these things are just, man – some of it's mental. I do believe there is a lot to the physical side, just like you said. But some of it now is becoming mental where it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy where mm. you go into any late race situation and Webb's like, oh, you're in big trouble. And Roxon's like, oh, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> like At some point, that has to become part of their psyche when you just do it over and over and over. And whether it's those two doing it, like they're creating it, one guy's beating the other, or – Dean Wilson's getting in the way. Like it just seems to work out that way every time. Like it's, it's almost uncanny the way these things are going. And it's, it's brutal for Roxon. I, I really feel for him because that's gotta be, a, that's gotta be hard to deal with. You know, these guys have great lives. No one should feel sorry for them. In my opinion, they are very wealthy. They have fame. They have, they're living out their dream. They're just supremely talented, right? There is, there should be no pity given, but I still feel a little bad for him because that's this morning. Like you just have to be God. Like, how did I, how did I blow that? Like, how did I not win that race? Like it has to be difficult for him to swallow. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it has to be. I, I'm just, I'm not, I, I always have a hard, I, you know, you, I just look at things in a vacuum, as we know. And, yeah, we know. And, and this race, you know, Kenny's a world champion, he's a national champion, you know, he's one of the best of all time. And I just, I always have a trouble with Is the he very. World champion? I don't think he's world champion. Yeah, he won MX2. Did he? Yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Kenny? Yeah. yeah. Dude. I don't think, did yeah. he? Okay. Yeah. I, I, that's my bad. I, I'm, okay. He, uh, I just have a trouble always believing that. A guy like that who, you know, you got to be so mentally strong to, to do all the stuff that he's done, has somebody in his head. Uh, I just look at this like a crash late in the race. And after, but how can you, you, yeah, <sighs> after you crash, man. your heart rate spikes. You know, you get super tired. You, you, everything catches up to you. And, and Webb's a closer. And, and you go on to the next race. I, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it's definitely not looking good. Kenny's gotten Webb a couple of times. It, it's about... 15 to it's two. like 20 to two yeah 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 it's yeah. bad uh but uh, i'm not saying I don't kenny know. Just, i'm not saying kenny like is going to have deep-seated psychological issues or anything moving forward it's just becoming a situation where you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop now yeah it was great what great ride for paul great ride for paul paul webb he is he's gonna go to, he, he keeps this up and he is very quickly raising his uh his legacy level for me like he he's doing some things that i every time i want to count him out it's just like that was a mistake cooper's way first paul cooper's Nate real paul. first name is paul this was just dropped on me can we just make this a thing paul webb i got i i think we should just make this a thing <clears throat> yeah we discovered this recently uh i i didn't know it was a huge deal but when you found out mathis you were Speechless for it took about three minutes to recover mm. from finding out. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, name. I know about Michael Cien Cirillo. I know about Cam Emig. I know that, but yep. uh, th- this one blew me away. Big balls, Paul. Is that oh. a thing? Who? Where did this come from? Uh, so uh, Feld put together this. How do you know your teammate? Uh, Feld video. named him Big Balls Paul. No, I did during oh. the race. Okay, uh, as this was all unfolding. Uh, yeah, Feld has this video where how do well you know your teammate? And they have Marvin and Cooper ask questions about each other. And Marv, they say to Marv, do you know Cooper's middle name? And he says, uh, no. So he just takes a guess. And Cooper's like, actually, Cooper's my middle name. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. What? <laughs> whoa, 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 stop, stop. Like the record player, er, the music stops. So uh, I was able to do some research. It apparently isn't that much of a secret, like or not even a secret, like some people already knew. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Paul Cooper Webb. Wow. There you go. Paul yep. Webb just crushing it right now. Big balls, Paul. Um, yeah, well, 16 to 10, 16, 10 would be a lot better with two races. That's for sure. I'd be a lot more into the 450 class if it was 10 than 16. I, I think uh, to me, but, to me, the series ended on, on Saturday. Yeah, I no, really I believe agree. that. Um, Tomac third. Good job for Eli Tomac. Uh, steady. Okay, okay. 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 Sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's my bad. Uh, go ahead. Continue because I, ha- I have questions on Tomac. Please. Eli Tomac, uh, a steady race. Moved his way up into third. Uh, you know, just charging hard. Rode well. Um, so he went from winning the first one, riding very well, the first one, um, to the second one being just eh, so-so. And this one, I think, was better than the second one, but not as good as the first one. So the verdict on Eli Tomac's residency in Atlanta was great, good, okay. I think through three races. Okay. Questions on Tomac. Uh, so I was flying back today and was watching a horrible movie uh, called Wonder Woman 1984. Completely uh, just 
speechless on the premise of that whole movie. But if you, anyways, uh, if you remember uh, when I when I was watching it, I was you, also you in our this. group text. I was like, I, I absolutely I, remember I, that. I, I'm like, what the right. hell is going on? Hundred percent right. Hundred percent right. So that led me to thinking because I couldn't handle what I was watching. Um, where are we on Tomac? I, I know I I know I launched this Tomac's just a guy now thing last summer, and I know you don't you didn't like it. Are you coming around on that yet? Because I'm there. I, I'm still there. I was there. Listen, Eli Tomac has nothing to prove to anybody. If he quits tomorrow, his legacy is sealed. Thirty plus wins three national titles, Supercross title, 250 title, whatever, right? He has nothing that anybody could ever say. But I feel like right now he's entering, he's a guy. He can win, yes, no problem. If he wins, I don't bat an eye. But if he starts third and he gets third, I also am not really batting an eye anymore. And that's something I've never been able to say about Eli Tomac within the last – I don't know, nine months. Where do you come down? I come down on this summer is huge. This summer is huge on what, where he's going to go. What do I think happens? I think he becomes just a guy. But I think I need to see the Nationals to see if he can ramp this up and get a uh, fourth title and become Eli Tomac of old. But, but wouldn't, you, wouldn't you agree like – the oh, edge, yeah, no, no. Yeah, like yeah. the shine yeah, no, it, has it, been it's, knocked it's, off it's, a tiny well, bit, we, right? We, we talked this earlier in Supercars, whether it's the kid, whether it's the 1%, yeah. whatever it is, it, he's just right, not. That's being, he's just not. Yes. Is, I just, is on it. Yeah. A lot of people, have, I, I've had people message me like, you're crazy, whatever. This thing is becoming more of a thing, right? We're getting It's getting reinforced. He he's needs, still great. He needs breaks still, to go his way to win. Yeah, he's still yeah. awesome. Like, nobody's nobody's saying he sucks i don't want because everyone wants to take things out of context no one's saying that but there was a time and that time was the last five years that if tomac was anywhere within earshot of winning he was probably winning and right now that's not a given anymore you cannot assume that just because eli tomac is in the top five that he's gonna win and i don't know since when 2016 2017 I would have bet large sums of money in that situation that he was going to win. I think uh, Chad, James, Ricky, Jeremy, I think we're in a new era, maybe. Maybe. And those guys could roll around the first turn in dead last and get third. Yep. And, and, you know, no problem. All those guys could. And we got so used to that where the elite guys could do that. We're just we're in a new era, and we need to wrap our minds around that. Roxon got ninth, and then he won. And Tomac got sixth. After a week after winning, or two days after winning, and we're just we got to wrap our minds around that, but we're having trouble because we just had thirty years of dudes being so much better than everybody. Well, per- okay, so perfect example of that. Sorry, Weej, I'll, I'll let you jump in here. Uh, look at Chase Sexton. He he goes two two, then he makes a mistake in the third round, and he can't really do anything. Nope. You know the the field is really good. Like Marvin and those guys, Savachi. Just because those guys are getting, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, they're not going slow. So I, I agree with you. It, it is much tougher to just fly through the field now. You're just not going to get, be able to go blow by guys like Ferrandis anymore. You know, this, those guys are too good. The summer's huge for Tomac, I think. But, okay, yep, fair enough. We'll see. Weege? Yeah, kind of like Roxon. it's not any one thing, right? Some of it's physical, some of it's mental on the Kenny side. Uh, here, it's not any one thing, but my predominant theory here, and we've had a million Tomac theories through the years is, 
Uh, Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dunger, Ricky Carmichael, right? They have this run, and then they retire at the top. We never saw the backside. And the backside for them wasn't going to be sucking. It wasn't going to become being terrible. But if Villapoto races 2015 and 2016, maybe this is what we see, where he wins two or three races a year, and he's still the guy on certain nights. But he can't – right. And when he's in fourth, he can't just eat the guys up every time. And Dunge – I mean, if Dunge races 2018, I don't think there's any doubt – that he's not 2016 level. 2017 wasn't as good as 2016. It they just lose that small percent. Like as I said earlier in the year, to be that guy for five years, to be one percent better than everyone else. Where if you can see them, you're always going to get them, and that's almost always what Tomac can do. It just doesn't last forever. He's at the same stage of his career that those guys were in, and they retired. He just didn't retire. So it's awesome. Like I'm pumped. He's still out there. He could have been Supercross champ in 17, 18, 19, 20. He could have been. He wasn't, but he still put in that same window of, of high-level performance. Kudos to the Tomax. There was always a lot of talk about we're not going to get burned out and race too much when we're young. We're not going to go to donations. I know that makes people puke, but we're playing the long game so you don't get burned out. He's not burnt like RV and Dunge were, and he's got a couple more years in him, and we're going to see the backside of a career, which is still good, just not quite as good of his peak. That's where we are. It seems weird because we didn't see it with these other guys, but I bet you we would have if they chose not to retire. If Eli retires after Supercross last year, just like Dunge in 2017, we don't even have this discussion. We never see this. Well, how, how old is he? It's like the same. Isn't he like 28? Just like those guys. Yeah. It, it's, cause, cause... it's eerily similar. He just chose not to retire. Good for Eli. Good for Nations is great. I, I like everything you said, but except for Desnations. Desnations is amazing. I'm not saying he's 28. That, that he's 28. Yeah, I'm not saying that Donations really. They have his height as on Wikipedia as five nine. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. That is very incorrect. Five nine. Wow. No, he's definitely. Not I'm not five, saying nine. the not racing Donations uh, really matters, but that is what they always said. We're gonna take the longer break in the off season and not do donations. So I don't get burned out and retire early like those guys. Yeah, I get it. I, I it's fine. I just, yeah, I wish he would always go to designations. Sure. Every time. I, I agree. But they said we, they'd stick around longer than everybody. Yeah. Else. He's got to make his decisions. own decisions. I'm being yeah. selfish for me wanting to watch. Right. Right. We got Zacho coming back. We got AC coming back. Roxon will be always better outdoors. Is he going to ride outdoors? Do we know who Roxon? Oh, I guess we don't know. I, I, uh, he, he said he rode outdoors during the two weeks off. And yeah, I, I know. And stuff. I, I hear yeah. you guys. I'm just right. until I hear him say I'm in. Yeah. I'm still on the fence. Uh, yep. AP fourth. Good job for for AP. Led a lap there. Uh, hung with the guys. Um, didn't quite have it, but uh, was still pretty good. Um, and, yeah, I want to accentuate that. I mean, it's like a movie. Like there's a part where Webb is just clinging like fighting for his life and he's got the seven and the one all over him mm -hmm. and you're like how's he going to get away with this how's he going away with this how's and then all of a sudden he drops him like that was just as exciting like their pursuit of him mm -hmm. and you know what props to ap on this night he was at the same level as those three yeah. super elite dudes he was right there he's fifth in the points like just fifth yeah, yeah. like yeah. he's yeah. legit yeah, He's it, it, it's, it's, it's great. Do we have any clarity on where he's going next year yet? Uh, I don't, but I heard that the date that he was supposed to decide has already passed, so somebody might know. No, him, he's, no, he, no. He, he told me. It's it's June. So, uh, 
This is what I heard. He can't sign it, but a decision you can make a decision ah, earlier okay. that you just can't sign it yet. Ah, so, it. but he already knows. I say Blue Crew, Steve. Yeah, they better get yeah. the damn Brinks truck out. It's no problem. We're we're fine. We're, they we're... cannot let him go. Yamaha cannot let him go. Well, they can Disaster. let him go, and if he starts winning, it's... he's certainly oh. doing himself some favors right now. I can oh. tell you that. Up the ante, yes. Barsh- Pay him more. Barsha fifth. Mookie was sixth. Uh, big whoops. Mookie was really good. Just crushed him a few times. Incredible. Absolutely, just like they beat him down like they owed him money. He was. It this was. was it this was. This was old school Mookie and the Whoops at yeah. times. Yeah, not every lap, yeah. but at times. And, and he did not take a mid-race breather. He didn't. It was, nope. it was good. <laughs> and, and honestly, nope. I didn't know if he was going to race. I don't know if you guys saw him or talked to him. I saw him leaving the Alpine Search truck yeah, it was, on Tuesday. It wasn't good. He was really beat up. Yep. So I, I had my doubts if he was even going to ride. So great bounce back ride from him, right. all things considered. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, best finish in a little bit for him. Ferrandis got uh, caught up with Anderson. Speaking of Anderson, man, I, he was my pick to win. Yep. Fastest qualifier, won the heat race. He was fastest in all three All three practices. Atlantis. Think yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, all three practices. Sorry, yeah. Has he ever done that? Uh, yeah, I don't I know. I don't think so. Um, there's no records kept at that first practice, you know, on the AMA sheet. Yeah, there's no know, way we can do that. So some, It's something we would probably remember. Right. Um, so Anderson got, uh, I don't know, fifth place start, something like that. Ferrandis uh, ran into him in the back and – Anderson got docked three places because, once again, he doesn't seem to care about getting back on the track when he should. He's gonna I think hit. he was so pissed off. Yeah, but he's going to really hit do. a dig dug one of these times. This one wasn't as egregious for me. No, it, it was wasn't. Wrong. It wasn't. He deserved to be punished, yeah. but it wasn't as crazy no. to me. The other one was was dangerous. Like, he's doing 50 miles an hour at, in Arlington. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, so Anderson, bad night. But, man, I thought it was going to be it, Weege. I thought he was my pick. He was riding great. Yeah, I mean, he's been riding great, actually, for a long time now. But his starts have been atrocious, so he actually got a good one. Uh, so that's why he's got to be so mad. Because, you know, it'd be easier to say go get him next week. But he now knows how rare these good starts are. It might have been his best shot. Also, um, uh, JT, speaking of Wikipedia, there's a question. People ask, who is the richest Supercross rider? Chad Reed is the richest Supercross rider. He's a net worth of $20 million. That is incorrect. And, uh, nope, it says right here that that is. Tomac the- is also 5'9". Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, so Anderson, bummer deal with Ferrandez too. Uh, Dino's last two races have been the best ones of, of the of the year for him after – he didn't qualify straight up. Didn't qualify at Atlanta one. Coincidence or not? Or I, I'm going to go with not. Not a coincidence. I agree. He rode great. Eighth place yep. for, for for Dino. Uh, Sexton made that mistake, like you said, JT. Uh, he coming up two two finishes at the first two. Marvin Muscan, quiet night for Marvin. Really, I didn't really notice much. Marv, either one of you guys. I did. He uh, he crashed in the heat pretty good, mm-hmm. which I, I did notice. I uh, barely got in after that. He got ninth. Uh, and then, yeah, and he rode pretty well. But, you know, much like we would expect Webb to suffer, he did suffer in the whoops. There, there's just no way around it. For him to be better than he finished, he was going to have to go with him in the whoops because everything else on the track, he was really good. But the whoops were just killing him. Like, there's no other way to, to say it. They were just killing him. Uh, Weege, are you still upset about Sexton getting Brayton's ride? Yeah, I mean, Brayton has proven that he can hold off Tomac down the stretch at a speedway race. Yep. Uh, which Sexton was not able to do. Plus, let's be honest, it was Cade Clayson that got in Sexton's way. 
Brayton rides with Cade at club. He would have known how to deal with Cade because he does it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I mean, you know, JB had a couple moto wins in him last summer, and they didn't even let him yeah. try. Yeah. You know, they moved Sexton up early. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think Honda made a big mistake with the okay. Sexton kid. Just not sure he's got it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All yep, valid yep. points. Uh, Savachi 11th, Marty 12th. Marty had a very uh, calm Atlanta 3. Good job, Marty. Just looked fast, good in the whoops. He is look, good in the whoops. Look, look good. Didn't... He needs. He just needs to put in results like that. Like Top 12 guy, Weege. For his health. Yes. For everything. Top 12 guy, Weege. Been a solid season. Uh, Do you guys think that they have messed with the Bourne stroke at all lately? <laughs> I don't know, but want, there, there's an interview I, on Racer X by someone hitting. that says you're having a, a good. I'm watching you. You're having a solid season, Marty, and this season has been a fucking disaster for Marty Davalos. Like coming off a podium last year, coming off numerous top tens, this has been a uh, okay. That disaster might be a strong word. Disappointment for Marty Davalos this year. Yes, as a Davalos fan, Steve, as as, as the guy who's in his corner. Watching oh, yeah. him, been yep. there for him. This has not been a good year for Marty Davalos, despite what you may read. I read that and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, Marty himself is like, I don't know what I'm doing. This year has been so bad. You know, like it hasn't been good. No. Um, Marty does. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check that out. I, I don't know. I guess that one snuck past me. I don't know. Okay, check that yeah. out. Uh, Tickle 13. Tickles had quietly some good Atlantis. Um, Bowers 15th. Bowers was good in the whoops, everybody. Shocking. Yep. In the middle of the day when they were the biggest, uh, the bear looked pretty good. He's getting a little better. Yeah. 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 He's like, coming around. Yeah. He's coming around. He wasn't very good the first few rounds when he jumped in at Orlando no. and, and, and no. well, much, much he, better lately. He separated himself from that Cade crew yes. that he was kind of stuck in. Cade and crew. now he's back. Well, Cade. No, A-Ray, I know. I know. No, no, you know, I know. Heart wrath. The Cade like, crew could be like a band or something. Yeah. He and he's kind of in his own world now, which yep. is where he needs to be, right? He's, right. He's like it or not, he's just more he's more talented than those guys. So yeah, he's he's doing good. Anstey sixteenth. Is this the first time Hep had all three guys in the main? I would bet so. Do we know Weech? I didn't go back and uh, look. But... It would be easy to look up. Um, I feel like it is. I think so because I mean Deuce Deuce missed a bunch right around the time that Anstey came back. Yeah. Hartraft had his struggles, right. missed a couple races and didn't make some mains. I would I would think. Arm Army. Anstey, um not talked about enough. Excellent job. Yeah. Anstey. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. He has not been sketchy at all, and I think that was everybody's fear. Right. You know? Right. Yep. Uh Hartraft was sick and uh missed the first two and came in here and then I I saw him before the night show and he's like, Are you picking me? And I'm like, No. He's like, yeah, don't. I haven't blitzed the whoops once. <laughs> he and hadn't I'm, either. I watched it. And I'm I, like, that's why I didn't put him on my team. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, you're not riding. Well, I'm not picking you. But, uh, and he was with A-Ray, and I'm like, I'm picking A-Ray. Um, and, uh, and, then he, and then he went out and, yeah, made it. So good job, Heart Ref. I mean, the LCQ was a hot mess. So he got a good start, which you needed to do. And then he just, just kind of held on, right? You didn't need to do anything incredibly impressive. Just ride decently, which he can do. And then don't do anything stupid because that's what everybody else was doing. That A-way ride in the LCQ was next level. It was awesome. I think he was taking too many chances personally. No. Shocking. What do you think? I do. <laughs> wow. But, hey, whatever. Wow. That's his style. It, it worked A-ray? that time. It that's, worked. That's not the A-way we know. No. <laughs> Completely out of character. Oh, and we, we thought it was going to be the spring of Rod Bell. Oh, oh my Rod God. Bell. 
Oh, what? A, okay, he got 11th in the heat, and I took that as a sign. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's the spring of Rod Bell. He's finally going to get this. And then he hole shots, and he was gone. Gone. Right. I should <laughs> Totally had it. I should have known that oh, it was just sideways when I, I, I Instagram storied a photo of me in the press box in the whoops and said, look at these big whoops or something. And he DM'd me back and was like, dude, they're so big. They're, they're stupid or, or something. And like, He's like, I hate those things. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well. This is why I love today's riders, man. So there's Hartraft not, you know, telling you he's better than he is. And there's right. Rybell doing it. And honestly, there's Marty doing it. You know, in this interview, Marty wasn't even having it. Like, no, I'm not going to tell you I've had an awesome season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love it. I don't feel like that type of honesty carried through the pits back in the day. Right. A Ray, by the way, A Ray told me too that uh, the Anderson thing was actually pretty good for his brand. He's got a uh, line of merch coming out, and and it's called Sketch. Come on, yeah. So he's like, this is actually pretty good for me. So I don't know. I wonder if <laughs> Team Fried will promote Sketch merch. Like collab, yeah, collab. Fried Fried Sketch, Sketch Fried. Fried, yeah, something. Right. So he's he's actually like as bad as the Anderson thing was. He's looking at the positive. Any press is good press. Yep. He rode really Even well. Even if it's Anderson LCQ. pressing his finger in your chest. Yep. Good job for <laughs> A-Ray. Uh, Infant Chiz. By the way, pour one out for Chiz. We didn't do a, we didn't do a, a Atlanta 2 review, and uh, that was where the Chiz, the Chiz stopped. The day, not the day the music died, everybody. The day the Chiz died. Kind of. He didn't die. Yeah. The day the chizzing died. The day the chizzing died. Okay. Yeah, that's better. You know, MC once flirted with the perfect season. Mm-hmm. Came up just short. Yeah. It's kind of chiz. I mean, he had 17 main events and 17 rounds on lock. He had it. Yeah. Very disappointing. He, how, he, much do, how much do we blame Bud Light for MC coming up short? And his, yeah, he had, to go, he had to go meet with the Anheuser-Busch people. Oh, that's he, who the, the sponsor was? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, in St. Louis. He had to go meet with Anheuser-Busch and do like a bunch of meet and greet stuff. And he, he, I think it was in his book, maybe he said that, that it was just, it just like kind of threw him off his game. Skip has said it many times that he blames himself for not blocking them from getting to him. Right. And uh, protecting his guy. Wow. Well, hey, five years later, they paid him a lot of money, right? 17 rounds. We thought we'd see Chizzing. And we just, he's out. Sad. Sad. Uh, Sad. Josh Hill, 17th. Uh, Hartreft 19th, Kay Clayson 20th. Benny Bloss told me in the morning that he thinks he's practiced four times since Supercross started. Practiced four times. I have Jeez. a picture of his ankle and foot. It is horrific. Absolutely mangled. He did get to the main event and get his fantasy people some points, though. That's, he did. Yeah. And I saw a picture of his foot and I decided to not pick him. And good job. He made the main. He made about. Six laps, and then he was riding off in extreme pain. Yes. Uh, so I don't know where that leaves him going into Salt Lake, but uh, I feel his like foot is in bad. I shape. feel like he's lining up for the money. You know, he gets money to make the main. He yeah. gets money. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know what else he's doing. In my opinion, and this is going to sound horrible. I mean, like the the long term outlook of his career right now is kind of on life support. Right? He needs right. some sort of validation. So I think that's part of it too. Yeah. That team has been good the last couple of years, like really good, the results. Uh, but it's been rough this year, and this is where the Supercross only thing for them really hurts these dudes because McElrath basically didn't even have a season. And Benny basically didn't even have a season. You could probably argue at least that Benny and Tickle are maybe even better outdoors than in. Maybe not so much McElrath, but now 
you know, the, the easy thing is when you're dealing with some sort of an injury, which all three of those guys did, is, well, at least I got my second half of the year. They yeah. don't. So yeah. the Supercross only thing has been fine for them the last few years, but this year really shows the, the dark side of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and you know the what? Dark side? Dark side. The team, uh, the team had two good years, you know what I mean? And this is the, now they're seeing the downside of Supercross and what can happen for teams. And I've been there with teams, so I understand it. 2018 um, was great. They won a race. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard. It's beautiful. Um, all right, anything else? 450, 450 class? Any, any other we highlights? Could go on for more, several more hours. I honestly yeah, feel. I know, right? Do, do you want to talk about hanging out with Brayton more? Or? I miss so much smarter and better as a human after this experience. Yeah. Well, I went, I people went, didn't catch it on my social. I was, uh, you know me. I don't like to plan in advance. I don't know if you guys know this. Yes, yeah, we yeah. We, we know it's a, just a complete disaster. <clears throat> so all I had was a round trip ticket to get back to Charlotte, Red Eye from California Saturday morning, six a.m. And I had no idea. I'm like, at some point, I'll have to figure out how to get from Charlotte to Atlanta. Maybe I'll book a flight on Miles that morning. JT could pick me up. At the, JT, were you even still at the airport hotel? Yeah, yeah, I would have oh, taken you. Would have been fun. Blew me off Could've twice. But uh, Justin Brayton hits me up, 9 p.m. Friday. Hey, what time do you land from Red Eye? I said 6 a.m. He's like, we'll be there. And I'll bring my Sprinter van and as a bed. So how good is this guy? I got to sleep on the way to the track because a pro rider picked me up to bring me there. Yeah, and I, he brought a vehicle with a bed. What, what's, what's crazy is, and I hate to say this, is I gave my life to some pro riders. You know what I mean? Literally slept in on the bed of, you know, slept in an air mattress in, in an office building and had no home and slept in box fans and, you know, was scared to get raped at night at truck stops and stuff. <laughs> and none of those guys would have ever picked me up with a van and a bed to drive me to a race. Like, that just never would have happened. No. No, Timmy's not doing that? No, none of those guys are. I remember I <laughs> weeded at, at Baja Acres riding and I could barely move. Like, I, I hit when I, when I landed on that kid. My whole body was bruised, yellow, purple, every color under the sun. And Nick was like, "Hey man, I got to change those. You got to change those triple clamps." And I'm just like, "Dude, I can't even move one arm." <laughs> He's like, "Ah, you know, they need to get done, dude." I'm like, "Oh, cool, right on, thanks, man." So that's 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 a rider for I you. I would have done it for you. You were never my mechanic, but I would have done it for you. Thank you. Can you imagine what if he was my mechanic? Oh. I would have took him to the top. Did God make sure that didn't happen? He just step in. It and be was. Like, Do we not. got close a couple times. Yeah, we got, there was, got close. In. There were some talks. I think God stepped in. Yeah, there were some talks. He he did. Jesus uh, took the wheel and said, "We cannot have this." <laughs> Jesus took the wheel. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing, of course. Twenty twenty one stuff and the half kinetic mesh, like we spoke about at the top of the show, is out, as well as uh, the Evo gear and a Formula helmet that's got Rion technology. Lots of cool things are happening with the Fly Racing guys, and including Damon Bradshaw hanging out in Atlanta with us. That was awesome, as always. Uh, thanks to the folks at Rental. More titles than all the other competing brands combined, whether it comes to the bars, 7 8 bar, oversized bar, fat bar 36, just a regular old fat bar, grips, sprockets, chains, uh, rental.com for more information. Thanks to the folks at Maxis as well. Maxis tires. Rod Bell leading laps on his Maxis tires. A-Ray winning the LCQ on his Maxis tires. Uh, developed by Jeremy McGrath, who had the best race day live performance all year long, beating <laughs> Justin Brayton. There was be there was beating, all right. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, Max I'll even give you that. Maxis. dot com. Th thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, he's the best champion the sports ever had. I, I will stick to my guns on that one. I'll let you guys know if anything when Evan Ferry surpasses that. Um, 
thanks to uh, Maxis.com. Also, thanks to the folks at Arma. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Arma. I uh, went mountain biking all week last week, and I made sure to pack my Arma Fire and Blitz, put it in my water bottle every single day when I went riding with uh, Brayton and Osby and Phil and Rarick and some dudes I don't know and, and Chris and Christina and Brayton and... Um, Beam? The legendary oh, Beam? Oh, Beam. I went with Beam, yeah, the Livid Extreme yep. guy. Um, yep. There's a lot of stories about Beam. Out there, um, very, very busy mountain biking. Um, John Watkins, a guy who uh, gave some money for Ronnie Tishner's uh, medical bills and flew out to Vegas and sat in on the show where Weimer and RV got hammered. That guy got a special show in studio. Uh, cool. uh, I went I went mountain biking with him. So all you people that say, like, I don't like people. I, I just met this guy. I went mountain biking. You don't like people, but... This, that was that was well, a cool thing to offer someone. And I had Arma, so Arma uh, is, is was on board. Pulp Max Twenty is the code to save with those guys. Get the blitz, get the fire, and uh, yeah, do it, do it all. Weege. Yeah, we got Onyx maps rolling up on Onyx maps. Maybe I'll get a little more time to do some exploring this week. A little less travel. Uh, Four hundred thousand plus miles of trails that are mapped, and it's a lot better than just using Google Maps because it works without GPS service, and you can leave waypoints and notes for other people. Uh, and this works not just for dirt bikes, but you can use it for mountain bike trails, hiking trails, Jeep stuff, you name it, UTVs. So onyxmaps.com, it's a whole lot better than using Google Maps, which doesn't really map trails. All right. Thanks to those guys for coming on board as well. Uh, all right. Um, 250 class. Well, I mean, just it's McAdoo. It's more McAdoo. We didn't do the review to it. it it's all McAdoo. We talked about it on the Pulp Mech show. If you want to go back and listen to some of that, um, it's just, yeah, insane. The guy had another huge one in practice and uh, also uh, collided with um, uh, Chris Blos in the main, took him down, uh, got taken down by Garrett Marchbanks, uh, crashed later on as well. It's just, it's all ram it, JT. So, so with, you know, McAdoo, obviously he was the story of last week. Um, you know, he's on social media, he's on non-endemic motocross sites, like he's everywhere, which good for him, good for the sport, good for everybody. You know, I, I tweeted, uh, Kyle Chisholm was even tweeting last night saying we're reaching like a, a point where it's getting a little scary. So Adam Cinturillo tweets back and basically says like, whatever, you know, it, it, he's showing a lot of heart and it's only because he's trying so hard, which Okay, that, that's fair. But where do we – like at some point, man, like you've got to back it down a tiny bit. And, and I'm there. Like I am there. Like McAdoo, we all think you're awesome. I've tweeted it. Like really nice kid. I think you do things the right way, which I really appreciate. That's my personality. I really appreciate people like that. But when you're on the racetrack, man, you're going to – you're going to hurt yourself or hurt someone around you if you continue with this approach. Are, are you guys there yet? Because I'm there. I'm fully there. I, I'm on record right now saying it like this can't go on. Like you can't take chances like this. You're going to hurt yourself, man. Like you're already hurting yourself. And I'm very thankful that you're not seriously injured right now. But I, I'm, I'm more curious. I know where I'm at. Where are you guys at? Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I couldn't quite find the words to articulate what I wanted, to, what I mean by this. But the Tuesday thing was absolutely heroic. Full props. We all agree, by the way, and we should probably talk about this here because we did talk about it on the Pulp Show, but if you didn't hear, 
it was a fairly universal opinion of ours, which is rare that we all agree on something. <clears throat> he did not break a rule. There is not a rule that says he could not line up. But I think we all agree that there probably should be. Uh, it would eliminate a lot of the second guessing that we have. Anyway, he didn't break a rule. It was heroic. It was awesome. Tuesday was awesome. At some point on Saturday, it did cross the line for me to be like, okay, now it's gone from heroic to, and I don't know what the exact word is, either like sad or scary or painful or just like, it's just too much now. Like, we can't have seven crashes was it, was it, um, five days later. Was it Drago on Apollo for you? Yeah, like throwing the damn towel, right? Throwing the towel. It was. It was yeah. like that. Which is an excellent transition, Steve. I'm glad you said that because there are several people with the opinion out there that, you know, the AMA should have done that and not allowed him to race because, and this is my favorite, this is my favorite thing. I, this is going to lead into a Pulpamex race tech style rant here. Because clearly he was concussed, which you hear several people say. Yeah. How do you know that? Just You just see it on your television set and you assume clearly he is concussed? I mean, many riders have been held out of races because they're concussed. I don't see that all of a sudden the doctors like forgot that that's like a thing that happens. He managed to take all those hits and he did not get a concussion. So what? how are they supposed to stop him? From racing, what 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 could they say to stop him from racing? Yeah, that's why I'm not kind of where you guys are as far as it goes to Atlanta three. Like, you know, I mean, did he not have grip strength? Maybe is that why that what happened on that trip? I'm not. I'm like, not saying hold him out of the race. I, I'm not there. Well, no, not you guys. He, not you guys. All right, yeah. I'll I'll just say it. The team owner of AGE Motorsports posted on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I saw that. The yeah. AMA because Chris Blows got hurt because of McAdoo. McAdoo caused that, mm-hmm. and he's like. Clearly, he was not of his right mind, and the AMA should have stepped up and stopped it. He is, he was you know he led to injuries for other riders. Now he even threw in the because of what team he's on, which is a veiled shot at they let monster dudes do other yeah, that, things. That, which I, I, yeah, that was I, a, I her, hate that. That was a, someone should have stopped him from that. Yeah, I'm not, post. I'm not there at all. Uh, I do not think that anything that went on on Saturday was because of his crash on Tuesday. I think he's just trying too hard. That, that's, well, that's you don't think maybe residual injuries led to some of those crashes? The crash in the in the main event on the first lap where he hits somebody, then swerves no, right, not that, that was not because of Tuesday. That but was the, because he's pressing the issue yes. and making contact in an area where, he, like, sometimes you just have to check up. But that's yep. that's really what it comes down to. And, and listen, I was the king of that. I probably needed to take more chances than I did. But sometimes – you have to check up. You can't just in every scenario when things get dicey, just roll the throttle on. You can't or else you're going to end up flying through the air and end up on sports center. You know, like that's <laughs> it's just what happens. And I think that's where McAdoo is at right now. He's just sending it in every situation and it's going to go badly and it's going to compound worse. Uh, we're talking about two different things here. Yeah, I agree with you on that. He's got to back it down. Uh, I am defending. People are wondering you know, why are we in the media not pointing out that the officials do not seem to care about the safety of the riders? And I want to defend the fact that there is nothing they can do in this situation. They can't hold a rider out of a race because he has a sore wrist or a sore yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Or, I mean, dudes have raced with 20 declare They declare him fit. Well, go look at, like, MotoGP or whatever. Those guys have broken bones, and they, right. if they can do the basic right. push-ups and whatever, they're declared yes. fit. Yeah, that you whole thing. You cannot is, armchair concussion diagnose somebody. You can't. You can't you can, do that. Especially us, right? Or anybody in the crowd. Dr. Ryman looked him. I think it was Ryman. It could have been Dr. Alexander. I don't know. 
It was Rahman, I believe. Yep. Okay. They looked him in the eye. They asked yep. him questions. They declared him fit. That, that's it. And I was one of the most critical on that aspect. I would have liked to see some sort of concussion protocol being done or whatever, but I'm not a doctor. So they looked at him. They declared him fit. What else can you do? Right. And, and anybody from the AMA asking Mike Pelletier from the AMA to make that call, I don't believe is right either because he's not a doctor. He doesn't, he can't look at Cameron McAdoo and say, yeah, he's, he's suffering from concussion symptoms. You know, there are doctors that are medically trained that know what to look for. And if they say he's good to go, what can I say about that? Yeah. And I've talked to Dr. Rahman on the subject. The dude knows what a concussion is. Trust. Yeah. I don't, I think they would, they would lean towards safety than I think they would the other way, right? If it was 50, 50, I believe within the day and age we live in, as much as we know about concussions and CTE and all of the negative long-term side effects of brain injuries, I think they would lean towards the safety side than they would letting him race. And if they let him race in the moment, so I don't, be it. I don't believe anything that happened in Atlanta 3 had anything to do with a head injury by Cameron no, McAdoo. No, absolutely that, that, agree. That's, that's the bottom, absolutely agree with bottom that. line. There's just, just no way. That, that post is ridiculous uh, by the AGE guy. I don't uh, even know who that guy is. Props to, if he, if he yeah. thinks a head injury led to the crash on the, the start of Atlanta 3, then we just completely disagree. Uh, props to Blos. I guess he's okay. Maybe not a zombie. Maybe not a real zombie. That was scary. It was scary, and I thought he was going to get up because he's Chris Blos. But uh, I think he's okay. I think he's doing all right. So that, that that's awesome. He's a good dude. Um, and, yeah, McAdoo just uh, – what about March Banks? Oh my God, dude! So, for people who don't know, March Banks was on pro circuit, of course, and and, and you know wanted to stay or, or, or did, was in negotiations. But listen, I've talked to Peyton on and off the record plenty of times that he wasn't thrilled. He was not a March Banks guy. I don't know if he was ever going to stay, and that that struck me. We just just a move like I, I I don't like McAdoo. He's on pro circuit. I was teammates with him last year. Maybe he took my ride. He's getting all the attention. Watch this because that was a stupid move. Yeah, as a journalist, I hate assuming what, what someone does without talking to them or, or hearing their side of it. Uh, but it sure does seem like damning evidence. Uh, yes, I, I believe Pro Circuit could have chosen to either keep Marchbanks or McAdoo. They chose the other side. And I, I think that's it. I think you're right. Like, Marchbanks has been good this year. But in the end, McAdoo's won a race. McAdoo's in the title fight. McAdoo's getting all his attention. There maybe is a little, maybe even a little frontier justice of like he's wrecking all these dudes, he's causing all these red flags and problems, and he's just pissed off about it. Right. But I don't see any way, shape, or form that that was not a blatant takeout. Like, how could he have misjudged a corner that? Yeah, no, <laughs> it was just stupid move. Yeah, I mean, there's, that's he, he took, that was took himself down like it was the ultimate dumb move, right? So we all we all like frontier justice. We all like when dudes take matters in their own hands, but. When first of all, over jealousy over ride, if that's the case, that's ridiculous. A, B, uh, I I don't go for frontier justice like that. That is no, oh, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. This this is not the time when the dude already has seventeen injuries. This was like WWE when they attack the dude in the hospital after you've already beaten him up once. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah. Which so, I would enjoy that. Yeah, that you would be into that. Yeah, if they went into yeah. McAdoo's pit and just started hammering I feel like him, a tiny bit. Like he thought McAdoo was gonna know he was there, but it still wait. Was you just change your mind? No, no, what? no, no. I think stupid move. But I also just a couple of percent feel that 
March Banks was like, well, he's going to know and feel me here. Right. And, and then McAdoo just committed. And then it was like, it went way worse, real fast. Either way, it, it wasn't the time or the place. Like they're both so far back and who cares? Like, right. why are you getting that aggressive yeah. in that moment? You know? Uh, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. But, um, well, whatever. Now, now March Banks has one coming maybe down the road by somebody. Um, no, McAdoo, don't do it, dude. Just yeah. please. Yeah, good God. We've had enough. Um, well, listen, McAdoo's crappy night allowed Hunter Lawrence to move into second of the points, two points up. So Hunter Lawrence uh, getting in there. Um, I didn't have Thrasher winning the LCQ and winning the main event at Atlanta 1. I also didn't have that, again, Atlanta 3. I mean, we've been saying it all year long. You can't stop Nate Thrasher. There's nothing you can do. And he showed it again, Weech. Yeah, I mean, you were championing both he and Fry. And yeah. What a great pickup and how much those guys have been killing it and mm-hmm. how pumped Bobby Regan must be yep. right from the day one. Yeah, no, so, no, absolutely. Yep. Yep. So he saw this coming. I don't even know. Like I know, right? His win, uh, you know, as this Atlanta trio, this had some of the most in un- unexpected results. I mean, Tomac wins the first one. You're like, okay, he's rolling. And then the second one is eh. And then Kenny was horrible at the first one and then dominates the second. And then Nate Thrasher coming out of nowhere, like, what is going on? I I have nothing. I have nothing. And I have to say, obviously, Thrasher is riding great. Yeah. But even watching him, I can't even pick up on what is different, what is better. Like, I don't even know. The first win was explainable in the fact that he got some clear track and took off and was feeling it. Uh, But this one, passing Cooper... And taking off? It's outroad Justin Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's even, so even weirder. How, how do you guys feel about – because I think, okay, I think there's two ways to look at this. One, Justin Cooper's thinking championship. He's not going to put it on the line to beat Nate Thrasher. Okay, there, there's that line of thought. But the other side is you're Justin Cooper. You're the arguable team leader of Monster Energy Yamaha. You're certainly the team leader on this particular coast. And you get the whole shot, and then your rookie teammate passes you and yards you? Like, what is that, right? You could have gained three more points on these guys, and you could have been almost a full rate. You could have almost wrapped the damn thing up, you know? So I, I don't know. Like, I kind of land somewhere in the middle, shockingly. But I, I can understand playing it safe. But it's also like, man, like you, you're supposed to beat your teammate there. You are supposed to beat Nate Thrasher in a vacuum in that scenario. I'm okay with it because there has been so much chaos and disaster over in this 250 class. You know, okay. I think everybody probably has a little PTSD watching what McAdoo's been going through. Um, he probably knew that both McAdoo and Hunter were, were pretty far back. Uh, he said he saw McAdoo down in the whoops. That one wasn't McAdoo's fault. And he didn't see Hunter anywhere. And those whoops were nasty. So I feel like this particular circumstance, he's seen a bunch of crap go down already. These whoops don't really lend themselves to taking a risk. And he knew that his main competitors were way back anyway. I'll I'll give him the night off and say, smart move, good good riding. But that's two out of three that he's done kind of the same thing. I know, but we also had races this year where it's like, dude, Cooper, like pull it together here. Just be solid. And uh, I think you take it all day long. I'm all right with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm more yeah, posing yeah, a yeah. question than yeah. freaking yeah. out. Sometimes, sometimes you're right. You got to grab the bull by the horns. But I think after all the stuff we've seen go down in the 250 class this year, the amount of dudes that have been injured, stacked up, just chaos every week. I can't knock a dude for being like, I'm going to jump the whoops, and if I lose, yeah, all good. Isn't, isn't there a little bit though of like, man, I'm supposed to beat him? 
Oh no, I I see that, but right now, dude, think championship championship thoughts, right? How much disaster stuff have we seen in the two hundred and fifty class this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be be books written about the two hundred and fifty class in both coasts, (laughs) (laughs) studied for years from now. Just take a second, right? Um, Hammaker had a good one too in practice, and was limping around a little bit with his boot and looking at his foot and everything. Ended up on the podium. Yep. Hunter Lawrence uh, again came from the back uh, to get a fourth. Good job for Hunter Lawrence. He, he was he's, so set up. Yeah, like he he was set up for a good result and he blew it. Yep, like Anderson. He a lot like Anderson. You know, just it yeah, looked like it was going to go his way. Hunter's was just all kind of by himself, you know. But yeah, I, I give it. No, saying. that was McAdoo. Yeah, Ma- McAdoo in the uh, it was in, McAdoo again. In, took pushed the yeah. tough pushed him into the tough blocks down the straightaway oh, before the finish. Yeah. I, I saw him yeah. in the tough blocks before the finish. I didn't know it was uh oh, no. I didn't know he had assistance though. It was Ramit. It was it was Ramit. It okay, was Ramit. my bad. Ramit assist. Uh, my bad. KP with a strong fifth, catching swole late in the race, pulling away from Lopes too. KP, fifth place. Good job, Kyle yeah, Peters. Good. Um okay. uh, uh, Phoenix Racing, Art of War Art of War tuned. And then you look at Dylan Schwartz with a ninth and Enzo Lopes with a seventh, and it just shows you how upside down this this class was this week. Those guys, Enzo's best and finish had been fifteenth, I think. He gone sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and now he gets a seventh. Yeah, and Schwartz hadn't made the main. Now he gets yeah. a ninth. All you gotta do is just not crash. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Uh, Pierce Brown crash. Yes. Yeah, he had to. Have. He got collected with. Oh, McAdoo. McAdoo. Yeah. Yeah. Now that one also wasn't McAdoo's fault. I think it was Hamaker went down to the whoops. Yeah, and they had nowhere knocked to go. Down, right. Knocked down Swole. Knocked, knocked down, down McAdoo. Knocked down and, and Pierce. Styles. Styles. No, Styles didn't race. Oh, Styles yeah, crashed in the first whoops. Yes. On the Sorry. First yes. start. Yes. Then got up. Then did half a lap, and then went back to the truck again. Yeah, hurt his yeah. knee. Dislocated his knee, I guess. Or dislocated put his, his or knee. Did, did put his knee out or something like that. I read the press release. Can't be. Di- There's no way dislocated. Wow, put it out. I, I, I don't, okay, I don't yeah, know. fair enough. What? But yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. I got it right in front of me. Uh, There's no way he dislocated his knee. Okay. All right. All right. Calm down. Felt my I'm knee. I'm not pop. yelling at you. I'm just felt my knee pop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dislocated my fibial head. Ah. What is that? Yeah, that's. I guess it's technicality. Dislocating your knee, you you just tore your ACL minimum. All right. Um, mm-hmm. You did lots of bad things. Hopefully he didn't do that. Uh, good job for Cody Shock coming up from the back. Derek Kelly, I had him in Pulp Max Fantasy. Good job, Derek Kelly, with that 11th. Way to come through for us. Uh, my other riders were Jace Owen, Blos, and uh, March Banks. So that was awesome. Um, what else? Cantrell, RM Army with the three HEP guys. Then you had Schwartz with that ninth, and you got RM Army, um, Cantrell with the 17th. They're back. Suzuki's are good, man. They're back. Uh, Fry fifteenth. Do we have any comment on Fry? Swallow that key, handcuffs. How Ooh. long do they give him? I don't. I, you would have talked to somebody that would know. He must have another year, right? I don't know. That doesn't. No, seem this is his last year. But I mean, he, he races at the end of the year, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but he did say this is his the end of his deal. Oh boy. Uh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Because everyone's going to look at the bikes too and be like, "Well, if we hire them, our bikes aren't as good yeah. as that." You know, yeah. so oh, and now even Thrasher's killing it. Like, oh, right, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, Cooper's got twenty points with uh, one round to go. I like his chances. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, we hear, has a uh, 
top two only podium or top two only bonus from Honda for the series. So he's up by two over Ramit. So very important for Hunter to get that second. Yep. points. Well, he could probably count on Ramit just kind of mailing it in and not really pushing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> probably, yeah, you're right. You're right. You just at this point, you just need to stay out of Ramit's way and let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, Gosh. All right, I think that's it. That's all we got for Atlanta. So we switch 3. back. We switch back to the East this weekend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nichols and Craig. I think it's only six points. We get some more jet in our life. A lot yeah. more jet, yeah. A lot more jet. Showdown's going to be great, too. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I guess that's the only uh, sad part here. Uh, you you know, we could potentially have a real showdown, like kind of literally in the points between Craig and Colt. But, uh, you know, last year we had this scenario where both titles were close. Um, Cooper is going to have a 20-point lead no matter what. There isn't any racing until he lines back up at the showdown, so... That changes the paradigm. Nothing's better than when both titles are pretty much up for grabs. So I have a, I have a question. This is the, Are there two East rounds left and one West? Yes. Yes. Okay. So two East, one West, and then the showdown. Yeah. No. Got it. No, no, no. No? The showdown no. is the East. Oh, okay. Okay. So two – right. So the one West will be the showdown race. Yes. The second race will be the showdown for the East. Yes. Got it. Yep. Okay. Right, so that's what I mean. Cooper only has one race to go and a 20-point lead. Right. Yeah. And a bunch of West guys in there, too. Or a bunch of East guys in there, too. Uh, mix it up. That's so just just do the jumps and stay out of everybody's way. Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, and then uh, Salt Lake City. Here we come. I'm up there all, I'm up there all week. And uh, got some terrible news. I didn't think about this at all in my planning. Um, I, uh, the park city still has a bunch of snow. So yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Great. And so the, the best place to ride right now is the place back in Salt Lake city. Yes. Yeah. This yes. is, this is, this has been really awesome. This is really great. I'm, I'm, I'm queuing up the tweet that says, uh, Airbnb in park city, the price of that, and then the driving time to the mountain bike and then, you know, priceless. I'm queuing that tweet up. So. Um, I, 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 do you guys think with two to go, who wins? Does it, do we get a new winner? Do we get I Sexton think or Anderson? Anderson? I think okay. Anderson wins one. I do, right. really do. I do. Does his seat stay on and he, and he takes the win? Let's hope so. That was, uh, I mean, great for Zacho, but right. he had to be bummed. Right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, we each, uh, that's it for you. You're not going to Salt Lakes, so that's it. You, Who's you went, screenshotting? Weed, you went out on a high. You'll see in a second. It'll be worth it. Okay. okay. You went out on a high, Weed, with uh, the, all the hanging out with Brayton. Just that's they couldn't couldn't have, couldn't have capture Supercross series any better. Yeah, I mean, we even you know we did drive back for the race too this morning. It was great. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'm out. I would go to the finale, but I actually have to do uh, a live American Flat Track show from ironically Atlanta Motor Speedway. Oh wow. Oh wow. So, uh, Mission Tortillas? Mission, Mission Tortillas? <laughs> Mission Tortillas, yes, we'll be there, as well as some familiar dirt, I would think. Some dirt that we've watched yeah. many times already. Um, so, yeah, can't go to the finale. I guess I could have gone to the next to last round, but I was taking my chances. You know, they have not been great this year. 
from our perspective as I had a great time in Atlanta. Don't get me wrong, but it was just about five of us hanging out the whole time. We were yeah. only getting scoops. No. hanging out. Yeah. 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 When I was yeah. saying, when I was saying earlier that I was talking to Hartraft and Ray in the pits, that was from a social distance. We were yelling at each other. That was it. It so. has, I'm not saying anything by this. I don't want to get in any trouble. It does feel, I didn't think this would happen. It feels a little looser. A yeah, little I agree. It does. I agree. But everybody's yeah. tested, right? Like for us, you guys tested, right? Yeah. 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 So we all tested as of, I tested Saturday morning at like Same. 10 o'clock. Yeah. So in, in my opinion, okay, and I know nothing makes sense in this world anymore. What does it matter? Like we're all, we all just have physical proof that we don't have COVID as of like an hour ago. Shouldn't we be able to talk to people? No, I agree with that, but that's been the way it is the whole time. But I feel like if you walk over to the blue chain and talk mm -hmm. to someone f under their tent and they made that 10 feet away, I feel like we would have gotten yelled at for that at Salt Lake last year. Or Houston and this year. Yeah, maybe Houston this year. And yeah. now it's like, it's fine. You still have a mask on. Yep. You're still all tested. You're still not standing like a normal distance. It's still distanced, but it's a little less. I think. But there's some, so you're saying there's some sort of common sense or logic being inserted now. A little uh, yeah, a you know what? Bit. That's that's probably not a bad way to put it. Yeah. Well, I do think, though, I mean, isn't it proven that you can carry COVID and test negative but have it lurking in you? Isn't, isn't that – didn't I read no, that's that? Vaccin that's being vaccinated. Okay. You just tested. You don't have it. Um, all right. Uh, congratulations. You can, be, you can be vaccinated but still be a carrier. Yeah. No, I'm we're not talking about that. We're saying no, I know. you just tested negative. I, I I thought even if you test negative, it doesn't mean you don't it couldn't it can't flare up after the negative test. I don't know. Um I might have read that on Fox News. It's possible. So uh congratulations to Paul. Great work, Paul. An all timer. <laughs> Paul is Paul is an he, all time he, gamer. This is this was a hell of a race by Paul and the crew. His last five laps were seriously incredible. I think this was a rare moment. Uh, when you watch him go across the finish line and, and like do the fist pump and stuff, I think you could really see like the, I can't really act pump right now. I'm so tired. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Like it was yeah. everything he had. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. it was damn impressive by him and the team and everything else. And, uh, yep, it was, it was a great race. All yep. right. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing, Renthal, Maxis, Onyx Maps, Arma, of course. Uh, anything else, JT or Jason Wygant? No. Good. Thanks, boys. See you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart, 
There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey, hey.